All right, Gene, are you ready to be kind of I'm ready. Ready in Chamesh, Arba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Where my mom's, where my mom's at Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at Where my mom's at podcast <laughs> Thanks to everybody uh, who came out to Denver Five sold out shows Fucking bananas it, re- it reignites my faith in humanity I love Denver Ah, rolling along November 4th Raleigh, North Carolina Charlie Goodnights And then Atlanta, November 19th through 20th At the Punchline Wise Guys, Salt Lake City, Puta, November 26th through 28th. LOL, Comedy Club, San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> LOL. Um, fucking hell. And then Orlando Improv in December. And dudes, I mean, pretty soon I'm going to announce something so fucking amazing and, and miraculousness. And my tits are going to explode and you're just going to gonna love it but i can't i can't i can't yet anyway next year it's gonna be a bigger tour and i'll if i haven't seen you on this round i'm gonna see you in 2022 doing a lot of florida we're doing we're doing we're doing it all bro tom came everywhere this year i'm gonna go some places but not everywhere because i'm a mom i can't leave my kids for more than 48 hours at a clip because i start to have severe anxiety call from mom answer it call silence Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, so happy to be here and get out of my house. You know, I uh, it's so funny with the kiddos. I Every weekend here in Momston, I plan these elaborate, well, not elaborate, I just make plans. I'm like, well, Saturday we're going to go to the Museum of Ice Cream. And then Sunday we're going to go to Zilker Park. We're going to throw rocks into the creek. It's going to be amazing. And they're always just like, yeah, that's cool. That was cool. That was cool. And then we went to Randall's of all places uh, to go grocery shopping. And like there's a shopping cart that has two little steering wheels on it. So the kids feel like they're in a car. Hands down, their favorite part of the whole weekend is just them fucking around in these carts and me pretending that they're driving. And, you know, they're just laughing and having a great old time. And here I am buying tickets to stuff. And we could have just gone to Randall's that whole time. Hell yeah. I know. It's always like that, isn't it? Yeah. It's never the stuff you plan. It's always that impromptu. It's the same in college. Like I remember when we were so broke and like the best times I've ever had in my life were sitting around talking to my douchebag roommates. And I say that lovingly, obviously, and getting drunk and like, hey, who can do a handstand against the wall? And then your friend almost paralyzes himself and you laugh hysterically or like. Right? It's always yeah. those dumb moments. You do the pass out game. You know, you do all that <laughs> shit. That you didn't do that one? At, um, ele- elementary school, kids would do that. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That, that was like, Yeah, that was like a high school thing. What's the pass out game? You know, you just kind of like, not, you know what? This is probably a bad thing to say on YouTube. It, it's not, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's how kids could hurt themselves. Really good, Nadav. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. This is a mom podcast. Okay. There goes the promo for this episode. First three minutes, we've told kids how to make themselves pass out. 
<laughs> it's always like that. The best times I've ever had in my life are, um, you know, again, being in my 20s or, or even now and like sitting around with Tom and just coming up with funny games, stupid fun games, right? And that is the essence of parenthood too. It's like you, you try to make the fun and the fun just happens. It just happens sitting on the couch when your kid is making like cougar sounds and stuff. And, yeah. uh, right? That's, you, can't, you can't make that shit happen. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I mean, I, I can't remember doing it, but I know that my brother who has kids he's like yeah man it's so infuriating like i buy them one of the dopest presents and then yeah, they just play care. with the fucking box yeah that too that too i learned that lesson um oh also like they don't the toy thing uh, toys are actually i take that back once you can find a toy they're really into and like let's say you want to buy yourself a half hour of me time dude i keep oh that's a that's a mom hack i keep a, a shelf in my house of just toys that I know will occupy both boys for like a half hour at a clip. So like on the weekends when I'm alone with them and I want to blow my brains out, I'll get that. I'll get a toy and I'll be like, here you go, fuck face. And then I just, uh, I get on my TikTok and I fucking, I mean, it's I'm so tired. Okay, let, let's go on. Good news, you guys. I don't know if you saw this article. Uh, California mandated a gender neutral toy section can you google this native i should have sent you this article but i i don't know I, it's a california it's now mandated that there has to be a gender neutral toy section and you can get fined as a a, a, a store here we go <laughs> new california law will force Retailers to have gender neutral toy sections. Scroll down. Let's see what's going on. Oh, and it's pretty funny. There's a girl holding a Barbie doll. Yeah, there that's you have not it. Very gender neutral. Wait a minute. Is that a girl? Oh. Mm. Well, let's see. I can't. Okay, let me. Here we go. Here we go. Here you go. Oh, ten year old. Hold on. Scroll. Got a ten year old girl. Well, again, I'm, I'm I'm offended at the phrasing of that. I mean, did she identify yeah. herself? A ten year old person. Person <laughs> who identifies temporarily as a girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was shopping with her mother one day when she asked a question: Why were some toys off limits to her as a girl, but would be okay to play with if she were a boy? Now that to me sounds like um, there is a section of toys that are locked away that only people with penises can play with, and I'm pretty sure that's not how it was uh, set up. I mean, look, as as a as as a person who refers to themselves as a girl at one point in their life, I was a girl, I'm a woman now. Um, I, if I wanted to play with a boy's toy, I would walk to that section. That's all you had to do. I mean, <laughs> just walk over there. Yeah, it's Gavin Newsom, guys. So, so hold on. Let's see what the penalty is if you don't. Uh, this is so silly. Uh, Ooh, we'll face a $250 fine for a first offense and $500 for any after that. Regardless of, oh, hold on, let's see. So that's another thing. Stores from having traditional boys will require them to have, quote, a reasonable selection of toys and items in a, quote, gender neutral section, regardless of whether they have been traditionally marketed for either girls or boys. So that so that's also brings up an interesting question. I mean, yeah, Barbie traditionally marketed towards girls, cars, I guess, towards boys. Like, but aren't there a whole range of toy puzzles is, is a puzzle is that the gender neutral toy? Yeah. Uh, right? Or do, do boys do puzzles? Or is that too sissy-like? As, I don't know. As long as it's got cars and dinosaurs on them. You know? <laughs> right. So then is it, if it's a dinosaur puzzle, 
Is that a boy thing? Is that a girl thing? Is that a gender neutral thing? Like, how are we going to determine that whole, you know, it just seems a little uh, silly. Again, I grew up playing with, uh, I I rode BMX dirt bikes. Uh, My dad bought me the boys bike because he felt it was better. And I chilled on that. I put together planes. I I played with uh, boats that were, you know, remote controlled. And I really didn't think two shits about it. I didn't didn't fucking care uh and and thank thank god because you know gosh had had this culture been around when i was growing up somebody may have suggested that i was non-binary and that i should uh consider transitioning or something i don't know could you imagine that's true then i think you know what the point is leave the fucking kids alone let let them play with what they want to play and and this is just this is this is nonsense absolutely it's nonsense do you think at some uh, point i'm over it yeah gender reveal parties are going to be called hate crimes ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know i'm for everybody doing what makes them feel great but to mandate something is like really you're going to it's i don't like it when you impinge upon private businesses and such it's just silly 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 then open up a gender neutral toy store and make your your fortune in california you know if that if that's if that's who we're going to i'm curious to see how these things really do in the marketplace i'm curious to know you know how wheelchair barbie is actually selling in the marketplace right. and biracial this and that and trans this I'm, I'm really curious to see who is buying this stuff yeah whatever. is it really fucking okay <laughs> You know, who's this for? Whatever happened to capitalism, letting capitalism dictate the market? The free market, Nadab. This is right. Let the market dictate. The market does always dictate. It'll fall away. I sense a, I sense a pushback to, to a lot of this nonsense. Um, I sense it. I sense the, the, the end is nigh. Uh, look, when Netflix is defending Dave Chappelle, finally, praise Allah, we are going to be at the end of this horrible time of censoring comedians and, and people for whatever it is they want to say. It's, it's absolutely anti-American and antithetical to um, everything. Okay, that I stand for in love. Uh, good. I'm, I'm happy to report, and I don't remember if I talked about this last week. Forgive me if I'm repeating myself. Um, uh, after, I would say, five, five and a half years of just searching, just searching for moms that I that are cool to hang out with. Um, and I found some here and there. I have. I've found like a, you know, one here. But I wanted that group of moms. I, I so desperately wanted that that group of girlfriends that they talk about on, you know, like the sex in the city and all this shit. And I just, I was like, this doesn't exist. Well, I finally went out with the kindergarten moms. I went drinking and it was fucking awesome. And I, I'm, I'm very hopeful. Hey, yeah, I'm very excited. Okay. I have a group of cool moms and they're so fun and and normal and i'm just like i'm so stoked because it took it took them a while so listen if you're listening to this and you're like i just want to find a a mom tribe i i promise you they exist you just have to keep looking and i think it took until my kids got into school is what it because and the saddest part is is the most isolating time in a mom's life are are those early years Uh, and i would go to the playground with you know little babies and, and hope to meet other moms but we're, you're also blurry-eyed and, and defeated and sad. Like, if you ever see a new mom in a park, you're just like, ugh. Like, everybody's just so 
tired. You're just exhausted and confused um, and sad. So maybe that's why it takes a few years until you, you chill out. Well, where'd you find uh, this uh, this new group of, uh, of kindergarten? It's so exciting. Um, kindergarten. So so kinder. So in here in Texas, like, um, I mean, it happened in California too. There's just like, there's certain moms that are, they're like room moms and stuff. And, and like, you know, they're like, we... Y'all, y'all join the Facebook page. And at first, the the El Angelino in me was like, "Fuck your Facebook page! Like, are you out of your mind? Like, no, <laughs> I can't delete my page fast enough." And then I was like, "Why am I? Why am I doing that? Like, what's the, what's the big deal? I'm gonna give this a whirl." And then I got on the Facebook page, and then I got invited to one of the kids' parties, and uh, we went to that, and it was delightful. And then I got, you know, I got in uh, the text, the group text. That that's the secret. Oh, that's the initiation, huh? Yeah. The GC. Goddamn. Goddamn. That's now, amazing. Now, do you kids group text? Is that something in the oh, in yeah. your yeah? Of course, everybody yeah. group text. You got like a chat that's like pretty much made of all the same people, but different variations of it because they're all kind of different themed. And I'd like to note, I'm not in YMH's group chat, so I'm <laughs> Wait, a little offended. Neither am I. There is is there one? I don't think so. Yeah, you guys always talk about group chats, and I'm never in those. So <laughs> I, I I'd like offended. to be a part of this group chat. There's group chats. I think so. Wait, who? who I mean, there's one with me, Tom, and Bert, but that's just like scheduling Don't stuff. Fucking Illuminati. Me. Wow. I know it's real. Oh, is this because I'm Jewish? I know Annie? it's real. All right. <laughs> you think I'm part of Wait, the Wait, are the Jews Illuminati? I thought that was just white people, white men. I mean, we pass. I'll tell you who it's not. <laughs> uh, Annie, it's not you and it's not me, okay? That's true. It's not us. It's not you know us. What? Let's make our own group chat. That's what I'm saying, okay? You and me. I will do that. All right. I'll do it. Nah, that's just called the what text. About, yeah, what who's about, going to be the third? We got to Well, Danny, Danny, let's sit Danny in. All right. Danny, you, me, and Christine. Christine. Group chat. Group chat. And so, so here's the deal, man, is that I was also instructed by a, a, a local, a southerner. She goes, you better respond to that first group chat. Because if you don't, then they're not going to invite you to stuff anymore. And again, the a-hole Angelina would have been like, why is this group chat getting out of here? Um, but I responded and then, see, apparently you have to be nice to people and then they want you to do stuff with them. <laughs> hmm, didn't know that is consideration. and Yeah, I'm such a fucking idiot, but... Uh, I, I like it. I'm I'm down, dude. I'm doing book club. I'm doing this. It's like a whole new. It's a whole new lane. I have to say, I feel very part of a community, and I, I enjoy that. So, I mean, it's good. I mean, I felt like part of the comedy community in LA, uh, but now I'm a part of a regular, like a mom community, and it's it's lovely. It's been quite lovely. Uh, yeah. So let's start, you guys. I really, <laughs> you know, every day I go through TikTok. And I purify my feed and I keep it real and I find these bangers, these gems. And then today I found this one and I, I was so moved by it. I was so, I was so taken <laughs> that I couldn't wait for YMH. I couldn't wait to share with the world. So without further ado, I'd like to play this TikTok that I sent, I sent in before I came today. Nadav, can we go ahead and play? Wait for it. Give it a minute. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Yep. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> did you 
find this guy on Horny Thursday or what? How'd you find this? It's guy? not even Thursday. We're taping this on a Tuesday. <laughs> so, there's so, so much happening. So, number one, he sits there quietly for seconds, way too long. So, my thought is, where is this going to go? Either this is the guy who doesn't realize this is a video, you know, um, or he's just going to like do one little thing and then the tongue comes out and I'm like, he is not showing me his oral skills. Yes, he is. And then the best part too, if you listen to the audio, go ahead and play that audio. What do you hear? This part's neat too. It's like a little bonus. If he's snoring, wheezing, or farting. <laughs> or has porn lightly playing on in the background. No, I'm going to guess it's like it's a smoker's wheeze. So my thinking is, even if he does go down on a lady, he can't breathe. This will not work out for you, sir. You can't do what you want to do. You're not fit. You're not healthy. You're not in good health, sir. You're saying this is false advertising? False advertising. <laughs> Which, coincidentally, is the name of my favorite porno. Uh, probably the best porno name ever. So Tom one time went to Singapore, and we had this. I think Yoshi had given it to us. It was called False Advertising. And, that was the name? <laughs> but here's why it was called that. It was transsexual porn. <laughs> And it was like the hot chick with the, you know, the boobs and then the D. And I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Huh. False advertising to this day. Probably that. Well, I wonder, riddle me, what, what yeah. did the cover look like? It was a hot chick, but she had a D. Go ahead oh, and Google okay. it. Go uh, see if you can find false advertising. Uh, it was probably, what? where did Yoshi used to work? Was it Vivid? No. That sounds right. Evil Angel. That's it. Yeah. Fal try false advertising Evil Angel. That that that's the company he worked for. <laughs> it's streaming oh, now. Boy. This is a DVD. Yep, okay. <laughs> Let's it. see. There there she is. There is there's false advertising. This there is it is. False that's false advertising. <laughs> now keep in mind I put this in my husband's suitcase on his way to Singapore, not thinking. Guess what's oh, illegal? You had, you had in Singapore. hard copies of it. <laughs> Well, this is back in the day. So Tom and I had just started dating and Yoshi and Yoshi had gone to a show and Tom was there and Yoshi was like, oh, do you want a bag full of porn? And Tom was like, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, like whatever. It's hilarious. And it was like false advertising. It was like specs appeal, which I will never forget that one too, because that was like, um, you know, a fetish of like girls wearing glasses and that, yeah, and there's like come on glasses and stuff. And you're like, what's, this is ridiculous. Uh, but what a good era for pornography. I must admit that this this was a creative, fun time. I uh -huh. I thoroughly endorse this era of porn. This is like the early 2000s. Uh, let's see. Released August 15th, 2007 by Third World Media. There you go. I wonder where they found these ladies. Or, <laughs> no, that's... How dare you? These, peop these how? people. I wonder where they found these people. Look how white that chick's boobs are. That's so funny. See that third girl on the right? Like, she tanned, but not everywhere. <laughs> Tits are yep. too white. This is tan I think all these ladies have tan lines. Oh, is that their thing? Uh, Well, I don't, I don't... Chicks with tan lines. Oh, wait, these are chicks, dude. Yeah. 
Christina. Oh, this is the false advertising. Yeah, this is false advertising. (laughs) They got got me. They got me. (laughs) This is false advertising. (laughs) Damn you. Damn you, third world media. You got me again. They look good. Man, that's the problem, too, when these guys turn into girls. Sometimes they look so much better. Like, I'm telling you, because dudes don't have fat on their bodies the way women do. So when you see, like, some cute little twink with titties, they look, you can't compete with that as a woman. They look good. I get it. I get it. And I get this. It's the best of both worlds, I guess, for a man. Well, if you mm, like D. I don't think wait, so. Wait, what, what D's we, and T's. D's and T. How is it the best of both worlds? Well, okay, because here's the deal. So you have somebody that knows what it's like to touch a D and to handle a D. Um, you can F their B-hole if you want a hole. And then, you know what I'm saying? And then they've got titties. So it's like, it's the best of all worlds. What what doesn't this provide? But, I can't compete with this is what I'm trying to say. But a woman should know how to touch a D and not do as, all the things that you just said. Not as well as a guy. Mm. This is false advertising, any. This is false advertising. They've been to your side of the fence, and now they're on the other side of the fence. Yeah, but, that, okay, so just because I know how to, you know, do what I need perfectly yeah. doesn't mean I'm going to know what Nadav needs to be done perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm but, still going with a girl, I think. But <laughs> yeah. I feel, like that's, I feel like that's the best yeah. of both worlds. I feel like there's only one world, and that girl's <laughs> the best. Yeah. <laughs> you, you and your heteronormative, cisgendered male privilege, point of personal privilege. I'm so fucking toxic. God You're so it. fucking toxic. God damn it. Wait a minute, but in critical race theory... No, you're you're okay, I think. But oh no, but you're half white. Uh oh. What's critical race theory gonna do with you? I don't know what critical race theory is. What does this mean? Well, okay. It's like the idea that systemic racism see that's thing, I have a hard time understanding. <laughs> um that racism is systemic and that uh white men are the oppressors and so but you're half a half white man, so what you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, I think what they would call me is presenting black, right? Because oh. I'm considered, like, I grew up as a black kid, even though I'm black, white, and Asian. Oh, shit, you're Asian no one, too? Yeah, but no one fucking called me that Asian <laughs> kid in class. Everyone was like, that black kid. So I, I think because I'm presenting black that I'm black. Similar to how Tom is presenting white, right? Yeah. So he has, like, certain privilege, I guess. <laughs> This whole thing, that yeah, is. that's what they're talking about. That stuff, privilege. Your your invisible knapsack of privilege is is a is a is what the term they use to like all the privileges you walk around with just because of the casing that your meat is in. You know what I mean? Like as a white lady, I walk around with certain privileges. It's not untrue. I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't think it's untrue. I just don't know how to remedy that. You know? How do yeah, you remedy like, that? I mean, how do you I, remedy well, that? I guess in you should just hate yourself based right. on how much privilege you have. Right. That's, done. Done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right well that's that's the current solution which is kind of scary like okay so then what what should we do should we hold back people that are more inclined and then also you can you can try to level the playing field but you can't you can't um guarantee outcome you know people have different abilities too no matter what color or what would blah, 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 blah. i don't know i don't know is it contingent on just race i don't know it I sounds think it's more weird... racist to me to say that people are certain ways because of their race, you know? 
Definitely. I, I think yeah. it's a weird goal anyway. Like what what end are we trying to get to that we are all the exact same that we can all go into a track and field race and we all finish at the exact same time like some people excel at certain things i mean do we I need know. everyone to finish first <laughs> i don't know i think i think because i'm trying to understand more now i think what they're saying is like two to to help the people at the very very bottom which is very noble like nah. yeah no nah. <laughs> nah. let them lose you know they got there for a fucking reason you know what i mean <laughs> great moving right along <laughs> on today's where my mom's at uh, well i hear let's listen Let, let's tie it into to mom chat because that's that's what this podcast is about is, is mom chat right uh so i think as a parent you go look kids are not kids don't come into the world racist at least my kids aren't i don't as far as I know, I've never heard my kids delineate so-and-so as this and that color or this and that, right? That is taught to you. So to teach them at kindergarten level, which is what a lot of people advocate, critical race theory, at a very, very young age, you're teaching them racism. <laughs> you're teaching them that white people are inherently, white men rather, when I'm raising two of those, white men are inherently, you know, overlords power hungry uh people who just want to exploit and and exert their force on you it's like that that doesn't sound entirely kosher i mean you're you're teaching it sounds it sounds like reverse racism but whatever you know i'd actually be interested did you hear i I saw a long time ago um there was a study i think on on racism where they had kids just look at like a black kid and a white kid and they're like which one's bad and like all the kids would like point to the black one every time Mm. do you think like just as a mom, because I, I think they showed all their moms were like, what? Like, why would they? I haven't taught them any of those things. Do you think that if you gave your kids like a piece of paper with a black kid and a white kid on it, that he would either of them would say that? I don't know, because like my kids have known black people. We've been mm-hmm. we've we're listen, we're pretty fucking multicultural. I don't I, I mean, and the Segura household alone, you know, on any given day, there's all types of folks rolling through there. Gay people, black people, Latins, not not Jews, but everybody else. Good. No, Nadav's been through there. I don't know. I don't think so. I'll try. Do you want me to try? I, I think it'd be interesting. I don't know. I'll try. I don't know how to do it on the show. I guess would you just report back? Yeah, I'll report back. Too. So so, but but be careful with the experiment. Is it two boys? Is it one boy, one girl? Are they the same age? They have the same, you know. Yeah, the, the way outfit? that they did it, and and it was cartoons. They had like cartoon images of mm-hmm. a very like vague, you know, basic little boy with the same hair, same everything, just African American colored skin and and hair, and the you know white kid was like peach with the blonde hair but it was the exact same model of kid you know what i mean and it was a white child that would choose the darker skinned person every time uh, even the black kids did like everyone oh, chose wow. the black they're like who who would be i don't know more uh their, their worst behavior and all of them pointed to the black kid Aww. let me read about this experiment more and yeah. i would gladly replicate it and i'm curious to see at what age um that becomes consciously that starts happening consciously because even like Ellis at school is friends with a black little boy and he doesn't refer to him as, I'd be like, how's so-and-so today? Oh, you know, Rick, Rick did this and, the, and he's never been like, you know, mentioned what, what, what does Rick look like? I even asked him before, what does he look like? He's got like darker hair. Like he doesn't even, 
Yeah, I think that shit is taught. That's that's parents being like the black kids bad. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. Uh, okay. Uh, do we have any follow ups from the last? Mm, we do. And then I want to share a cool photograph of my son. Oh, and by the way, if you haven't checked out my rap debut. Uh, the mom song is on YouTube. It is on the YMH Studios YouTube page. Crayshawn and I made a rap video, and it's hilarious. It's it's been fun. It's been really silly. It's it's fun to see how people receive it. How upset some people get. <laughs> it's all it's all in the name of fun. But uh, it was a good time. Okay, what did I ask for feedback? Let's yeah, let's do let's follow-up. do voicemails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey Christina, this is Katie from North Carolina. I'm listening to episode 110. Someone called in and said they put a fruit roll-up on their penis and mm. had a good time. And, uh, you know, if you're going to go towards the fruit snack route, you might as well have Tom just put a couple gushers up his asshole. Mom. That way when you eat a scrum, that fruitiness is gushing out. Mm. All right. See you guys. <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks. What um, a suggestion. I mean, I don't – gushers are what, gummy bears? What, right. What's a gusher? Gushers slap. So what they are? It's like it's <laughs> it's fruit roll up with like I mean I don't with liquid fruit roll up in it. No, okay, just Google <laughs> so I can see because I my my brain understands fruit roll up, but then the gush is it like chewels where there's a chewels chewels was was gum with a gush in the middle. That's like old people gum. Yeah, chewels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Ugh. What's that middle taste like? Ugh. It tastes like just a liquid version of the outside. That's disgusting. No, it's not. You put okay. all of it in your mouth and then you just let it all gush. I'm gonna throw. I up. can vouch it's horrible. Yeah, what? it looks like ch- child's Hold on. children food. Do you think fruit roll-ups suck too? Mm, I like the real, the, the old sun-kissed ones. Oh my god, those are you're talking about like seventy-year-old candy. Those are jamming on the one. You like the fruit leather? Is that what you fruit like? Fruit leather, <laughs> fruit leather. Probably the worst named food in the world is fruit leather. It's disgusting. That's from Traders Joe has fruit leather. I like that one. Oh yeah, they have good stuff. Yeah, you can't. Go, I don't think there's anything that sucks at Traders Joe. Do we have Traders Joe in Texas? I think they just call it Aldi's out here. Right? What? There's a Trader Joe's out here. All right, confirmed. Danny says there's Fucking Trader Joe's. Hell. Out here. Here's a re- this one's pretty fascinating. Oh, you guys are gonna like the way I look on this email. <laughs> Hey, mommy, you mentioned Alpine Village being a go a goat. So Alpine Village is a village in uh, outside of L.A. County. You can go and um, celebrate Oktoberfest at. I used to go there with my dad every year and my cousins and they would just get ripped and let us run around and potentially get kidnapped or molested for the entire day. Uh, I was there, too. This person writes Dottie. Oh, that's a German name. I was there too, probably the same years you were. Also, there used to be a place called Bush Gardens. They used to take us to and let us run around while they had their beer table. I have too many stories. <laughs> you know, that that is an old school parent thing that you would get together with a bunch of peeps. And then, I mean, we had free range. We, we free range, free reign, free reign. We just ran around and caused havoc. And surprisingly, nothing happened. Now, did you guys have that sort of freedom? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Every Yom Kippur, yeah. they'd have, uh, you know, they'd stay in for the long prayers and then the kids would go out and just run laps and play tag and shit. Yeah. But was it at a public uh, restaurant or a public place or this is somebody's home? Uh, I mean, it was like at a synagogue parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And there was a Hungarian church too. We do the same thing. You just run wild, dude. Cars could hit you. Yeah, dude, so fucking wild. Okay. Uh, my family knew the ladies at the German store in Woodland Hills. What up? That's I know this store, so I grew up going to this store. It's called German Cold Cuts. That's all it's called. <laughs> German Cold Cuts. It's behind. It used to be behind a carpeteria. Uh, my mom's name was Bridget, and I remember one of the main women that worked there had a similar name. Anywho, thanks for making me laugh. There you go. Yeah, the German store. I spent many, many, many days going to uh, buying sausage with my dad and buying fake cigarettes from buying um, chocolate cigarettes to learn to smoke on later in life. It was really good. Good shit. Good shit, guys. Uh, so that's a follow-up. I also, okay, let me, oh, I just dropped my hand sanitizer. Fucking stupid. I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do that? Do you, is that how you talk to yourself? All the time. I know. <laughs> fucking dumb. <laughs> fucking shit. dumb idiot. What the fuck is wrong with you? God. <laughs> I like saying that to people when they ask me why I did something stupid. What do you say? It's because I'm a fucking idiot. That's why. <laughs> fucking piece of shit because i'm stupid that's why i did it why else i don't give a fuck because i'm stupid where's that from goodfellas oh, uh, i don't give a because yeah, i don't give a fuck because i'm stupid like yeah. that i'll go back to jail because <laughs> i'm stupid and then right when i come out yeah. you know what i'm gonna do i'm the, gonna come right back yeah, here and bash right. your fucking face in the game yeah because i don't give a fuck about jail all right Speaking of shows, go ahead. You, what a what third season? You have you seen it? Of you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not you. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. I'm like you. I'm like third season. What dipshit? Yeah, me. <laughs> Who's on first? I'm a fucking idiot. You fuck so stupid. <laughs> um, I I have. I'm waiting for Tom. That's his favorite show. Ah, got you, got you. So got you. tonight, um, we're gonna start. Hopefully, we'll see. I'm super. I'm stoked, dude. I love that show. Yeah, I I watched. Uh, I watched all the way through. It was worth it. You it did already? Yes. Y'all that just dropped like two days ago. I know. I binged it all in a night and a half. And, and it does it hold up to the other two seasons? It it's definitely. I don't want to say anything too much. It's it's different. Like it doesn't different. feel different. different. Uh, but <laughs> but um, it's it's new twists and turns. Yeah, okay. new twists and turns. The only thing that I'll say. Yeah, that I think doesn't it doesn't say anything is, uh, you start to question like what sparks that thing in his head when he sees like you know a new girl or whatever, and he's like, oh wait a minute, you, I see you bagging your groceries or whatever the fuck. Mm. Like I mean, at the uh, I guess I can't. Don't tell yeah, me. I guess I can't. But but uh, it's, you I'll just start it. the question. You're just like what the fuck. So what is that spark for you? You're just like you. You have hair and ears. Yeah. Oh my god. That's, I'm doing it all over again. Like what? <laughs> what got you there? What? Why, what? Why are you having an orgasm? You why? dumb idiot. You so fucking you dumb. dumb. Fucking stupid fuck. Stupid Paget Badgley, whatever his name is. Pageant Badgley. Paget Badgley. <laughs> Love it. What a name. That's like that Cumberbatch Thumberbun was his fucking name. That's it. Thunderbatch. Yeah. Cumberbun Snatcher. Cumberbatch. Cumber. Cumber. Cumber slut. Then a cunt shitterbatch or something like that. <laughs> Cucumber badge. I mean, I tried watching that show that he's in. What's that that show called? It's another name. The it's March of the Sherlock. No, 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 he, no, no. It's some show. Uh, Doctor with Benedict. It's Doctor another. Who? Yeah, it's another name. 
The show is called like Peter Tisdale or like one of those. Doctor Strange? No. It's about him being molested as a kid. And I was like. Oh, not that one. Oh, God. I can't watch things where children are being tortured. I'm just like. Ay, ay, ay. I don't know. White people love stuff where white people are torturing other people. Okay. But you're watching Game of Thrones. That's different. Oh, because it's a period piece. You're like, we're not like that anymore. <laughs> well, it's first of all, it's not it's not a real time in history, Nadav, because there are dragons and magic and stuff, unless you think that there was dragons and magic in the medieval period. I mean, back then when that show was filmed, sure. <laughs> you think they went back in time and filmed... It's a period yeah. piece. We and don't dress dra- like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the time of kings. There's no more kings. I want to be a dragon. <laughs> Would you rather have a dragon or be a vampire? Uh, be a dragon or be a vampire? No, have a dragon. Oh. God. And, wait, and the dragon listens to you me and stuff? You fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, you stupid idiot. Listen, the dragon... <laughs> Now, is, is the dragon obedient or yeah, okay. does he just kind of go off on no. his own sometimes and like kind of no. like, oh, guys, sorry about the dragon. It's like the Game of Thrones where she's the mother of dragons. You're the father of dragons and you birth them through your asshole and then they listen to you and you train that's them. Not, that's not how they get birthed. She birthed them. She births them in the fire. Don't you remember? And she, Out of her butt? No, her vag, but you don't have a vag because you're a boy. Uh, I got a pee hole I could probably shove it out of. Okay, so then you birth the dragon out of your pee hole and it listens to you because you're its mommy. Yeah, I'll take that. Okay, you guys are not even listening to the question. I am. You're I not am. taking this seriously. Uh, look, Christina, look. All right, would you rather be why. a vampire? Here's why. Because when you're a vampire, you can't see yourself in the mirror, right? So, I, so what? Well, I don't know. Uh, like, what, I have, what if I have something on my face? Oh my God, you're so dumb. Any would tell you. Nah, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So in this scenario, me and Any are vampire roommates? In this scenario, Any and I are vampire roommates? Oh, that's what you got hung up on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's do what would Christina P. do? I have a really good email. And I can actually speak to this topic. So, first time parent just found out. You got oh. mom questions? So fucking CP's dumb. He's got mom Let's answers. Fucking talk through that. What would Christina <laughs> B do? This new self chastising is really fun. I, think, I feel most this. comfortable with this life. Yeah, me too. <laughs> God. Is that a new segment? Why so, are we so fucking stupid? Why am I so fucking dumb? I'm so fucking stupid. I think that's called the Pajitsky effect. I think that's oh, yeah. just renamed. Yeah, like, it's just more aggressively Yeah, named. Rob Eiler just sweetened that up. Okay. Um, uh, He's a, oh, so you're saying he had thoughts? He's just like, God, why am I so fucking yeah. stupid? He's like, oh, we should call this the Pajitsky Yes, effect. literally. He's like, yeah, instead of being like, why am I such a dummy? Call it something positive. Yeah, why Stupid am I like bitch. Christina? Yeah. yeah, so dumb. Okay. Uh, it says, hey, Christine, I just found out I'm expecting my first. Hooray. Congratulations. What do, what do I do now? How do I know what I need for the baby? And what is nonsense? How am I supposed to know how to take care of the baby as it develops? What are some good resources or tips for learning how to care for a human? I want to raise a kind child, but not a pussy. Please tell me what to do. Piss on me, be me, Lindsay. You got it, Lindsay. Now, here's the deal. I'm super stoked that you're even asking this question because I think a lot of us go into parenthood without a a formulated theory or a formulated philosophy of parenthood. I know it's 
damn near impossible because you're not there yet. But I would invite you now to take the next few months as you're sitting there gestating this human to think about what what would it look like for you to raise somebody with what with what values? What do you stand for? And I think I think that's really, really important to figure out as a human being what you stand for. And more importantly, what would you teach somebody to make that person resilient and ready for this world we live in? Because look, all these fucking snowflakes can try and make everything um you know, a safe space and make everybody fucking seen and heard. It just doesn't go like that. We all know that. Uh, but what you can do, and, and here's my philosophy of parenting, is number one, resilience. I believe in cultivating that. I believe in teaching them the reality, not, not at a young age, obviously, what the realities are, but how to rise to occasions and not crumble to the world and not not be afraid of the world and also to feel feelings, which is something I struggle with. And to, you know, live a full life. A lot of people say, I just want my kids to be happy. What the fuck does that mean? Happiness is the most narrow, uh, shallow, and and meaningless thing in the world. Why? Because I could buy a purse and be happy for five minutes and then I'm on to the next thing. Happiness is fleeting. You need to have, I think, bigger um, bigger values that underline happiness. For instance, meaningful work, finding meaning, finding purpose. So when people say, you marry kids to be happy, they're going to be happy. I, I was happy when I was dirt poor and confused as shit in my 20s. I'm happy now as a successful-ish human, right? Um, I'm still a work in progress. So that's a stupid goal. So think about what it is, what's important to you and how you will teach that and how you will cultivate that. Uh, okay, some practical stuff for those of you that are pregnant. Ask somebody that just had a baby for an Amazon list of items to buy. They change every few years. But number one, a wiper warmer. Trust me, it sounds crazy. A wiper warmer. You get that on Amazon. You put the wipes in there. It warms it up. And it's so much nicer on the tushy, especially on a newborn tushy. This was the the best gift Greg Fitzsimmons gave this to us. And I buy these for people every single time and they have a little light that glows so that the kid gets a glow on there the munchkin one is really good i like munchkin brand that's always good all their munchkin stuff has been outstanding for me Uh, a diaper pail do not get the diaper genie that is disgusting the diaper genie uh, makes you cut the bag and then tie it and there's shit everywhere and you'll get shit on your hands get the munchkin diaper pail that is a banger um Get a dresser with a changing table on it so that when the kid's done with diapers, you can still use the dresser. So don't buy a separate changing table and uh, dresser. That's that's a huge one. Buy a crib that can turn into a toddler bed later and also order the crib in advance. Those should take like two months before they show up at your door, Damn. homie. So don't wait until you're fucking nine months pregnant to start putting your nursery together. Start that shit at the beginning of your second trimester because you will be too tired in your third trimester to do things like put a nursery together. So put that nursery together in your second trimester and read the books on sleep training now before that baby comes out of you, girl. Cause once that baby's out, you're gonna be too motherfucking tired to read and you're gonna you're gonna you're so out of your mind that you won't be able to think. So you're gonna sleep train your kid. I don't think it's the devil. There's gentle ways to do it. There is a book called The Sleep Easy Solution. It is tiny it is intuitive. It is easy. Everybody handed this book to me when I had my baby, right? My first baby. And I use it again on the second. The Sleep Easy Solution. Also, The Happiest Baby on the Block. 
is a huge, great, great resource for uh, newborns. So that's the newborn phase. And then you're going to read a book by Tracy Hogg. Is it Tracy Hogg? I read this and this was fantastic. Secrets of the Baby Whisperer. Tracy Hogg is a an English woman and she specializes in babies. She'll help you identify what the temperament of your baby is and then she'll help you formulate a schedule. I'm I'm a firm believer in schedules for babies, for children, for everybody. That way baby has a, you know, a, they know what to expect and you get downtime, you get nap time, you get, you know, everybody's needs get more met that way if you put that baby on a schedule. Dr. Spock, I like him. I know he's OG. Read the book called The First Two Years. I found that to be very helpful. Oh, and I liked Bringing Up Bebe. That's a a woman who spent some time in France and wrote about how the French bring up their children. Uh, Bullshit, a lot of it. But I like it in terms of being a guidepost for goals, squad goals. What is it? Aspirations, as they say. Because I do like the European, some of the European way of raising kids. I think they're fucking, that, that creates resilience. I think the way Europeans do shit a little bit. Other than that, oh, uh, motherfucker, think about birth, plan for the birth. I, I foolishly never took a Lamaze class. I never really read about birthing because I was convinced that I would have a C-section, which they told me I would. I went into labor anyways, and then I had to give birth uh, vaginally. Didn't know how, didn't, wasn't prepared. And I was, I was an idiot. So take some kind of a class to prepare yourself emotionally. If not, it's not, you're not going to learn everything from these classes, but what it does is prepare you emotionally, uh, psychologically. And, uh, yeah, nest, clean your house, get your house right. Do everything now, now, now. Don't wait until that kid is born. If you want to move, you'll move, move now. Don't move after that baby comes. And there you go. Potty training. Oh, here we go. I need help. I'm the mom of two boys and is uh, a couple months ago, hold on. Me, we have a twenty-month-old and a two and a half-month-old. Holy shit! Our first boy likes to run around and strip his diaper off while I'm breastfeeding. Our second boy, of all convenient times, and play with his peepee. Any tricks to help him learn to keep his peepee alone? We haven't officially started potty training. I don't know where to start because he can't really communicate. Besides, occasionally grabbing the diaper that he needs to use the potty. Um, how did you get through the stage? Also, is there any trick to raising two boys close in age, aside from a good pair of tennis shoes and a lifetime supply of those IVs Tom and Bird talk about? You got it, Jackie. So you have a 20-month-old and a two-and-a-half-month-old. So I think you specify these are both boys. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of pressure on parents to potty train their children. I don't know why. I don't know what this preoccupation is with, like, they have to be potty trained. I mean, maybe you're trying to get them into daycare. In which case, I just send them to daycare, not potty train. And I let the teacher complain. (laughs) What? Yeah. So like there's a dirty little secret. Um, And daycares, you know, preschool, whatever. They're like, oh, your kid has to be toilet trained. Like mm, kind of like as long as your kid is kind of halfway there, you can get away with it in preschool. It's true. It's true. Yeah. As long as they cash their cash your check, it's, you know, it's it's not their problem. Wipe his fucking ass. (laughs) That's what I'm paying you for. So a uh, 20-month-old is really young, for toy- especially with boys. For whatever reason, boys take a little bit longer with that stuff. I'm always of the belief that, look, he's not going to be 40 and shitting into a diaper. So, And in fact, uh, I would argue that diapers are fucking awesome, and they are awesome. It's when you get into toilet training that it's tricky. So if you can, let it ride. That kid will let you know when it's time 
for them to stop wearing the diaper. You'll notice them hiding when they go poop. That's a sign that they're ready to use a toilet, like they want privacy. You'll notice they, I remember one time with Ellis, we, we kept a, we bought the tiny portable toilet and encouraged him to go pee in there. Encourage it. You want to try? You want to try? No? Okay, don't push it. Just don't push it. Let them go. Eventually, they're going to do it in the toilet. You praise them. Wow, that's amazing. And then they're going to regress. They're going to want to wear the diaper. They're going to want to da-da-da-da-da. And then eventually you go, okay, today's the day. We're taking away diapers. We're going to graduate to big boy underwear. Yay. And you make a big deal out of it and they pick out their underwear. And then you don't go back to diapers during the day. You only wear a night diaper. Now the night diaper they're going to wear for at least maybe four years old until they can hold their pee overnight. Because physically, physiologically, they can't hold pee, boys especially. So there, my advice to you is let them lead you. Look for their cues. You cannot force this shit. Both of my boys, even Julian, he's three now. Um, he he still likes to poop in his diaper. I got to go poo-poo. Give me the diaper. Do you want to try the toilet? No. And then some days he only wants to use the toilet. So listen, again, he's not going to be 40 and using a diaper. So just let, oh, and in terms of, yeah, the penis touching, look, that, that they do that from the minute they come out of you. And it, what I, we do tell the boys, which is very useful, is you can touch your penis. First of all, you say, this is what I say to them. I ask them, who can touch your penis? And they say, me, mom, dad, and the doctor. Exactly. Where can you touch your penis? In my bedroom. Okay, that's it. So if you see them on the couch with, you know, touching their junk, which they do, you say, what, where's, where's the appropriate place to touch our penis? In our room. Okay. Also, who can touch your penis? And, and then you drill them. <laughs> you just drill it in. A hundred percent. A hundred fucking percent. Yes, absolutely. So that it's not weird when it happens. You know, you, you tell them. Uh, so don't officially start potty training and just, oh, you know what really helped for me is to read them books about it. I hate Elmo. I hate him with everything inside of me. But there's a great potty training book uh, where you they can push the buttons and hear the sounds of the toilet flushing and walk them through. That That really helped Ellis and Julian around that age, 21 months. You start reading it to them. Hey, so what happens? You feel like you have to go. Great. Let's go to the bathroom. What happens? Oh, you, you sit down on the toilet. You, you know, do your business and then and also tell them what they do on the toilet. I find these books are so sterile. Elmo just magically goes in the bathroom and then he's wiping. It's like, well, what does he do on the toilet? Tell the kid you, you make poo poo. You make pee pee that comes out of you because the kid is afraid of losing something of themselves. That's that's what they're grappling with. They can't understand why something so precious as their their pee or their poo is being flushed down the toilet, right? It's a part of them. So they're saying goodbye to something that's precious to them. So once you let them say, hey, pooping's great. Also, don't be neurotic about, you know, I, 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 I always tell them pooping's great. Oh, you made a poopy. This is fantastic. Pooping is the best thing in the world. I love your poopy. I love it. Great. And then they, oh, really? You like it? Yeah. Take another shit. You're the best dumper in the house. I tell them both my boys, you guys are the best dumpers, the best eaters, the best dumpers. And they sure are, boy. We, we, pooping's great in my house. We do really good. Do they ask you, uh, Who's the who's the best dumper? Yeah, Ellis is always like, "Am I the best at it?" I'm like, "You are actually." Ellis is the best dumper in the house. This kid like clockwork every night at seven thirty, and then again sometimes at seven forty-five. Two shifts. Oh wow! Massive A back to back, huh? Back to back like clockwork. Now I mean, maybe he was constipated three times in his baby life. The kid is just same with Julian. Julian's got a good good poop shoot on him too. <laughs> do they uh do they start asking you yet uh who who's your favorite why the blacks or what sorry what 
What? I don't think I heard you right. What'd you say? No, I just I thought I heard you say something. Oh, what do you think I said? That the black people are evil. When did they start asking that? Hmm. I think you're hearing what you want to hear. <laughs> okay. What were you gonna say? All I know is I heard it. I heard it loud and clear. Did you hear Nadav say that? I heard someone say it. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was so weird, Nadav. <laughs> yeah, you know, stuff just kind of slips out sometimes. I yeah. Guess. What were you gonna say? Uh, do they ask you who your favorite is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ellis does. And do you actually give them any? Like, do you give them the a legit answer? Like, no. oh, you're both my favorite. You're both my favorite. You guys are the best. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. Well, because I don't have a favorite. I think I have a favorite developmental age, but they're both so special in their own ways. They're, you can't compare your children. I think hmm. you can't because they're just they're rad in different ways. I like different things about them, and they're so different. That's interesting. My mom had a different approach. <laughs> What, who did she like the best? Uh, she just told whoever asked her, hey, who's your favorite? She always say, oh, of course it's you. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, because then uh, I think in college I realized, that's when I realized that she said that to all my siblings. I was like, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's not nice. Th- that feels like betrayal, huh? Sure does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nadav, you're my favorite. You fucking liar. You fucking dumb liar. You stupid bitch. <laughs> fucking dumb liar. You dumb bitch liar. <laughs> so, so since you're my favorite, Nadav, let, let's do some Pizzitsky effects. Um, yeah. You said that you had a great one. Let's hear this. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Uh, I, love, I live for these. These are called you dumb fucking bitches. Yeah, you me. dumb fucking idiot. Uh, so I'm 33 years old. Yeah. And I just learned, I want to say, three nights ago, four Uh-oh. nights ago, that if I want an ice cube in my drink, <laughs> that instead of going to the freezer and palming an ice cube <laughs> and taking it across the living room into my cup, I could just take my cup to the freezer and put my cubes in over there. Because <laughs> my entire life, like, yeah. if, I, I remember <laughs> having family dinners and being like, hey, I'm going to go get some ice. Anyone want some? And someone would be like, yeah. And then I would just come palming two handfuls of ice. And I'd be like, who wants it? And I'd just, like, put it into, like, different, different cups. And nobody went, nobody thought to question your methods. Like, hey, your hands are dirty. Well, you see, Christina, I come from a... <laughs> Big old family of dumb fucking idiots. So I think we all did it like that. <laughs> I think they're just stoked that somebody was getting the ice. They're like, thank God, at least I don't have to. But do like it. the youngest kid with the dirtiest hands in I the know. family, for sure. I know. And I feel like I've done a version of this too, where you just, yeah. Or, or like, I did this the other day. I have an ice cube tray, but then I'll walk my glass up to it and then still palm it and put it in. Like, what am I? Then it drops and then that's on the floor and then it, you know melts because who's gonna pick that up yeah guys i I don't know why you're doing this thing where like you almost figure out the pozitsky effect but it's like you're not quite there like just dumb fucking idiots you're still dumb (laughs) fucking fucking you're still dumb fuck stupid right now (laughs) all you you, they make fucking like trays for this shit you know like the the ice cube tray yeah thing Mm -hmm. yeah Get the ice cube thing and then you could bring that to your glass no but then you have to no but wait a minute but listen no you have to what 
What what is this? You got to you got to get it out of the tray. This little yeah, what, the, the move. Yeah, and then and you, then it pops out, and then you yeah. go you go you you flip it upside down, and then a lot then of it stays everywhere. on your forearm, right? You use your forearm <laughs> to stop all the other ones from falling out, and then like the ones on the last ones fall into your palm, and then you take that across the room. Mm. And into your <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you take that you, one. What, across what's hard the to room. understand? You dumb fucking idiot. <laughs> You're you're grabbing this ice Stupid. from from a tray, right? That you could like scoop right. into. Yeah. Scoop into. Yeah. Like what what is the tray that you're getting getting this ice out of? It's like it's either plastic or silicone, so you have to like wiggle it to get some cubes. You're talking Pre- about the thing with the ice cube slots in it? Sure. I got both. The tray. Mm. There's the, the ice tray, cube but tray. there's also Oh, but there's then there's also the automatic <sighs> ice maker in the But freezer. hold on, guys. Yeah. Hold on. There's no good way. To get those cubes out of the tray, like you have to crack it, like you turn it, you twist it, mm-hmm. and then they you loosen, and then what the fuck do you do with all that? You use your forearm to keep it inside the tray. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this system is flawed, this ice cube system. It's not I good. Get, I get ice in my cup every time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I thought you were talking about a tray, because I thought you said I would take my cup to the tray then and then, like, scoop out the ice that I need. I thought that's what you oh, were yeah. saying. Oh, yeah, well, in my new apartment, this is the first time I have an automatic ice maker. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm still kind of learning things on yeah. how to use it. Get a get an ice cube tray, like a, like a, a scooper. A scoop? A scoop, In yeah. the ice tray? In the ice, like, maker place? And then it just stays in the freezer? It stays wherever you want to put it. I wouldn't leave it in the freezer because now it's going to be cold to the touch and you have run into the same problem as so, the ice cube. So now I need, just need to have like a scooper that's not in the freezer but it's only for the freezer? Yeah, uh, yes. This is too that's fancy. That's not that this crazy. Too, it's too fancy. Oh, my God. Christina, can you back me up here? Isn't that too fancy? I'm sorry. I tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading about this avocado thing. This is pretty cool. Hold on. What's this, up with the avocado? This is kind of major. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This one's really good. <laughs> this one's really good. Oh my god, this didn't occur to me. Okay. Hi, mommy. I love avocado and always find these great healthy recipes for lunches that contain avocado. I work in retail and have always been concerned about the avocado turning brown during the first half of the day, so hadn't ever tried them. Then I realize that I'm an adult. I'm not in high school and will not get in trouble for having a small knife in my locker to, quote, jailbreak the avocado. Oh, my God. I have a knife in my locker to open the avocado, remove the pit, and enjoy. I then wash the knife in the break room sink and put it back in the locker so I don't have to remember it every day. Now, that's a twofold process there. The fact that she's smart enough to put it back in the locker. Now, I would be a stupid fuck and then put it, take it home every night. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, she's working smarter, not harder. I like yeah, it. Yeah, Sarah, you're a genius. Oh, my God. Like, I never that seriously. This is this is why I don't bring avocados places because I'm like, yeah, but then it's going to be all brown and mush. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm such a retard. Okay. Um, I'm going to um, do voicemail. Pajitsky effect voicemail. God, dude. <laughs> Fucking dumb. Hi, Gene. My name is Anthony, and I have a Pajinsky effect. Every day, halfway through my shift at work, I wish I had a second coffee. I just realized today I can buy two. I'm a fucking idiot. Just wanted to share that with you and uh, share my revelation. Thank you for all the entertainment, and keep them high and tight. 
You dumb fucking idiot. Stupid idiot. <laughs> Duh. Well, that's interesting. You're like, I can just buy another one. Like I can, you can, and that here's an interesting thought. And I just had this revelation too. I can drink coffee all times at all times. Anytime is a time I can drink coffee. (laughs) And I also realized like I was staying in this hotel and I realized that, um, oh, there was an espresso, I'm sorry, espresso machine in the, in the fucking hotel room. And I was like, oh my God, this is everything I've wanted because I don't like to drink all that milk in the afternoon that I like in the, I like milk in my coffee in the morning, but in the afternoon, I just want the espresso, espresso shot. So now I do that. I, I Milk in the morning, espresso, boom. Took me fucking 45 years to figure that out. That I don't have to drink all the milk. I can oh, just wow. drink the espresso. You're like, I really want that caffeine, but I don't know if I can do milk in the afternoon. I don't want milk at 3, 3 p.m. It's disgusting. I think that's why Europeans drink that in the afternoon with nothing in it. Just a, a shot of espresso just to get you through the afternoon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a... Two images I'd like to share with you guys. Um, can you play that last thing written there? That with yeah, yeah, yeah. This is effing wild, brohams. Look at that. Snake in the bathtub. Oh, this is so funny. So I'm on the Nextdoor app in my neighborhood. Texas Nextdoor is significantly different than California Nextdoor. Okay? Um, this is an example of the shit that I see on... Because we just have wildlife everywhere. Snake in the bathtub. Help identify. Does anyone know what type of snake this is? It joined our toddler's bath on Sunday. Eek in parentheses. We're thinking rat snake, but would love to know for sure. Like what a calm, what a calm caption for that. Right? Like if this was in my kid's tub, I would be freaking. And I even have this toy in our tub. So like. This is horrible. I don't know how a snake, does a snake crawl up the drain? Is that what's happening? Bro, I don't know how that gets in. Have I don't you, like have it. Have you found any snakes in your house yet? Uh, outside, yeah, rattle. Really? Yeah. Wait, a rattlesnake? Wait, rattler? No. No, I'm sorry. I lied. It's not a rattlesnake. Uh, but we, yeah, we found a couple of snakes. Because oh what happens my. in the summertime is they, they, when the sun goes down, they'll come to your patio where it's cooler. And they they cool off in the shade and they stay there, yeah. But I, I think I don't think they're I don't think they're poisonous. We have scorpions too, so like I don't walk around barefoot. Whoa. Don't Wait, walk around barefoot. There's scorpions in Texas. Yo, dog. Yeah, it's the dessert. We live in the dessert. No, <laughs> yeah, dog. We got all kinds of shit. It's a jungle. It's like this climate we live in is it's it's essentially the beginning of the South and the end of the dessert. Which is why Austin is a unique landscape. Yeah, I Wikipedia that shit. I read about it. I'm like, how is it so green? We're in the middle of Texas and it's green. <laughs> like it rains. How is that possible? Yeah, yeah it's this bizarro climate. So it, it's like a jungle we live in. It's fucking weird. All right. I also want to share this photograph of you. Um, I was laying down. And anytime, if you know you have children, anytime you lay down, you are prone to being jumped on. Uh, kicked, stepped on, having your hair pulled, or, you know, they put snacks on you. I wanted to show this picture. (laughs) So this is what Ellis did to me. Those are two slices of cheese on my tits and Ritz crackers over my eyes. And this is me. Uh, Julian's laying next to me and Ellis did this. And I thought, oh, this is such a great picture. Let's take a picture. 
And that was me on, I think, Saturday or Friday or something, just hanging with the kids. Oh, how long did you have those on for? <laughs> um, not very, just until the picture was taken. And then I took off the crackers and there was all the salt and crumbs in my eyes. I was like, oh, that was a bad idea. <laughs> I get all the crummies, the crumbsies out of my eyes. So dumb. Good times. But I like this picture. I like how um, it looks against my orange dress. It's kind of cool, right? Yeah, I'd say, you know, that's a new default. It's artistic. It is my new default on my Instagram, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Amaze. Excite. So there you go. Um, I love you. I love you. I, you're special to me. I'm just saying what I think I need to hear myself say. To you dumb myself. fucking idiot. <laughs> Stupid bitch. Um, you have anything else to add, Booth Boys? Anything you can think of? You know, just uh, you're good enough, you're smart enough, and uh, people, people like you. you. They do. They do. They like you. Um, okay, I love you. Come see me do stand-up live if uh, if you haven't already. ChristinaPOnline.com for tickets. Thank you for watching the show. Please subscribe on YouTube so that you get notified every time a video drops. Oh, look at this. I wanted to show this to you guys. I brought this in. Oh, if you want to leave me a voicemail, 213-375-5184, or email me, wheremymoms at at gmail.com. I look I love your comments I love your stories I love anything you have so this was made originally this is the cool mom uh, fanny pack prototype this is hand cool isn't this great crocheted and I wear this proudly around around town it's really a good bag that's dope as shit yeah it's really cool I wish you could mass produce these you know the crocheting because this is really what makes it extra not cool is crochet Super rad. Okay, guys, I love you. Until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms at?